The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. What I'm going to be talking to you about are the biggest mistakes that people make in hashtag land. And there's a lot of them, you guys. There's so many mistakes people make in hashtags. And I'm also going to talk about titles, like how to title your YouTubes, how to title your periscopes, your live broadcasts, and just about anything else that you want people to listen or watch, including podcast titles because this is a big 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 mistake in my opinion that people make because they do what they see everyone else doing including the big names and they're like well if so and so is doing it well then I should do that too and it's a big mistake because it fails to take into account human behavior with all marketing with all customer outreach with all customer attraction it's always best to go with your own intuition and of course you can factor in what the experts are doing but once you see what the experts are doing I think you should ask why and I think you should ask them okay so hey I notice you're doing this with your hashtags can I ask why instead of just copying them for example if you're doing what I'm doing with hashtags it won't serve you it will not serve you and what I'm going to discuss is what you should be doing and it's different than what a lot of the people who you might be watching are doing First, let's talk hashtags. Should you be using hashtags in your periscopes? Yes. How many? Up to you. But the more hashtags you use, the more emojis you put in your title, the more words and letters you put in your title, the less likely people will be to share. Because when people click share, if watching live on Periscope takes up X number of characters, and then in addition to that, your entire title and emojis like like we need 95 emojis and your 95 emojis and then your 72 uh, hashtags now when the Twitter share pops up they see that there's not enough characters so now they've got to make a decision okay do I spend some time figuring out what I can remove from this title or do I just say forget it and hit cancel what do you think happens they cancel the same is true of just about anything you want to share titles need to be short and succinct whether it's on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or Periscope shorter is better emojis are good but don't use a lot of them use an emoji that either relates to your title or people have come to identify with you but using five emojis before your title is not in your best interest because it takes up too many characters I've seen people who I follow who I'm like I really love their content but it's 25 emojis and then their name and then like the first three letters of the title and I'm like I ain't got time I'm sure it's good but I ain't got time so be succinct next when it comes to titles think like the person who needs this information therefore I just saw a title on Periscope that said what do cats have to do with parenting and I thought okay sorry too obscure not interested now if the title said how to raise confident children or how to handle saying no to your kids I might have tuned in but like what do cats have to do with parenting I'm like okay you're being too sub obscure is it ob so obscure that people might tune in and go what the heck is this maybe but not likely so 
when you're going to be creative, consider that some people don't have time for games. You know, and they're not just going to go, hmm, they, they don't go, hmm, what is this? I think I'll waste 25 minutes to figure out if it's relevant to me. No, we read the title and we say relevant to me, yes or no. When you create your title, think of the person who needs this information. How would they sit down at their computer and go to Google and query that topic? For example, for today, in this particular Periscope topic, I used hashtags and titles, and I put that at the beginning. Instead of how to or the big mistakes that you make with, I used hashtags and titles because I know that the people who are in Periscope are already very social media savvy. So I know that when you're seeing hashtags and titles, I don't even have to explain it. Well, people are growing their businesses and see the opportunity. You already get that. You're listening to build your tribe because you already understand that. So that's why I thought about, okay, the person who is going to see this title, they, I don't even have to explain what hashtags and titles are. They don't think it's a car title. They don't think hashtag means pound sign. They know exactly what it means. And then, now here is that little bit of intrigue. You do want your titles to intrigue so that people know that's what I've been looking for, where I included the terms hashtags and titles, but then the intrigue is with the, the big mistakes you must avoid. So even if you're like, I, I teach a course on hashtags. Don't tell me about titles. I made a, I created titles. You're still going to tune in just to go, let me just confirm that I'm not making any of these mistakes. You jumped in because a title, either you want to verify that you're on the right path, you're doing things right, you're like, yes, pat on the back, I'm doing good. Or you're like, ah, uh, ooh, okay, titles, attracting the right customers is important to me, I've gotta use the right title. Here's a great example. If I, and, and this relates to all forms of social media, if you've got a board on Pinterest called what I like, who is going to Google and typing what I like? Nobody. So, if you have a Pinterest board with all of your beautiful baubles and, and earrings and bangles and, and necklaces and you're in an MLM that sells jewelry and you've got a board on Pinterest called sparkly fabulousness, no one is Googling sparkly fabulousness. They might be Googling affordable custom jewelry or trendy hot custom jewelry, costume jewelry, right? So think about Think about what people are Googling. That should be the title of every single board on your Pinterest. It should be the title of every single YouTube video. You're not gonna, see, and that's why I say, don't look at what I'm doing. Don't look at what I'm doing. Just listen to what I'm telling you to do because I might use the title Pio in one of my videos because I'm looking for people who already know what Pio is. But if you're a distributor, Meaning if you're in the MLM that Beachbody has called Team Beachbody and you're trying to find people who are interested in this new workout that's body weight, well, the only people who know what Pio is are people who are already customers. But see, I'm looking for the people who know what Pio is because I'm trying to get them to tune into my podcast. I'm trying to help them build their businesses. So I'm looking for people. I'm not looking for people with the term Pio to help people find Pio. I'm looking for Pio because I'm trying to find people who want to help build their business. Does that make sense? Think about what people are Google searching before you create your title. So when you go to YouTube, don't say my killer yoga workout. Maybe, but people are looking for fat burning. People are looking for body weight. People are looking for, they're looking for terms, people. They're looking for how to. They're looking for quick, fast. Those are the words that have got to be in your titles. Big mistakes, how to, quick tips, fast hack. They're looking for those kind of things. Don't give them catchy titles that are cute to you. All right, let's move on to hashtags. Hashtags. First of all, yes, there should be hashtags in your Periscope title because no, they're, we're not searching for them yet on Periscope, but you know that's a minute away. 
number one. Number two, people are searching on Twitter. They're typing in the hashtag Periscope and the hashtag, like today I used social media tips. So I do want you to use hashtags in your Periscope titles. The reason why I think that you should keep it fewer than two or three is because it takes up too much space. The only event in which I think it makes sense to have more than two hashtags is when your title is so short and you've excluded emojis and you have enough room. Now let's talk about using your brand name as a hashtag. Should I always use my brand name as a hashtag? My opinion varies quite substantially from most other social media experts. I personally think the only people you're attracting when you use your brand hashtag are people who are already familiar with your brand. And I want newbies. I want newbies. Now there are exceptions to this. I will use the hashtag Pio. I'll use the hashtag Shalene Johnson. I'll use the hashtag Beachbody. I'll use the hashtag Smart Success because in those instances, I'm looking for people who are already familiar with my brand in fitness, but are not familiar with my brand in business. That's why I always tell you, don't just copy what I'm doing. I know why I'm doing it. It might not work for you. If you are looking for people who are interested in Herbalife and you're using the hashtag of your company, guys, who do you think you're attracting? Who do you think is the only other person who's looking for those hashtags? Duh. Duh. The people who are already distributors, right? So don't use the name of your shake. Don't use the name of your candle. Don't use the name of your workout. Don't use the name of your brands unless you're trying to attract people who are using that. But if you're trying to attract people who don't know what it is and might like to try it, if that's who you're trying to attract, then use hashtags that those people would use that don't relate to your product or your service. Let me give you an example. Let's say that you're in fitness and weight loss and you are a distributor for AdvoCare. And I'm using some MLM examples, but I know my business folks out there that you understand how to relate this to your own business. And the reason why oftentimes I will use MLM examples is because I find, and I hope that you don't take this in any way to be offensive because I don't mean it that way. But most entrepreneurs who have their own brands and they're, they're creating their own products and they've got their own businesses and they're not part of an MLM, they've already figured this stuff out. And so it's really easy for them when I give the example to go, oh, I see how that would work for me. But oftentimes people who are in, in an MLM, it's their first taste of entrepreneurship. As I like to call them, and it's a term of endearment, is at the accidental entrepreneur. They didn't set out to be business owners, but suddenly here they are doing so well. And so I try to spell this out a little bit more for my friends who are in marketing or who are in uh, multi-level marketing, direct sales, people who fell in love with the product. And then they're like, hey, I should get a kickback because I'm telling everybody about this thing. But I think for those of you who are in business, you can understand the translation. So let me go with this. If I'm looking for individuals who are stressed out, overwhelmed, entrepreneurs, business-minded, those are the hashtags I'm going to use, not smart success. Because those individuals don't even know what smart success is yet. Now, once I'm in the middle of smart success, I start using the hashtag smart success because now I'm trying to find people. I'm trying to find the people who are already interested because we only launch for one week out of the year. This year, we didn't even go a whole week. But then I'm trying to find people who already know what it is because the education process has been all year long, but all year long for 51 of the 52 weeks, you don't see me using the hashtag smart success unless it's under somebody's post that's already in smart success. I'm using hashtags that are going to attract people who have no idea what it is. It's the same reason why if you are trying to attract people who are trying to lose weight, 
who are trying to get in shape, who are trying to build their businesses, then go find those people, find your ideal customers and listen to me closely, write this down. This is going to be a huge tip. Are you ready? About to blow your mind. Okay. Stalk the page of five of your ideal customers who are not yet your customers and take notice of the hashtags they're already using. They're not using the name of your shake. So what makes you think that they're going to click on that hashtag and go, this is what I've been looking for, this thing that I don't even know what it is. Use the hashtags that they're using, like um, new mom, proud mama, I feel so fat today. Like hashtag I feel so fat today. Use comedy titles. Like, you know, we don't always, like, we don't use a hashtag of like what we think we're missing. We use like, you know, we use hashtags that are real life. Like having a bad hair day. We use comedy. We use trendy topics. And that's my next tip is start stalking their page, write down the most common hashtags that your target audience is using and start using those hashtags. Here's two more brilliant ones. Are you ready? If your target audience is the type that would attend a certain type of seminar, concert, movie, event, use that event, seminar, whatever it is, convention, use that hashtag even if you're not there because all the people you're looking for are there and they're using it. Got it? So, and they're using it for a short period of time. And plus they're all looking at that hashtag because they're all there at that event. Now, obviously weirdos figure this out. Like, so whenever you're at like a big convention, all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, looky here. Apparently there's a lot of people in porn who are at this knitting convention because, you know, like the spammers realize because they're really smart even though they're really creepy, but they really figure out like, oh, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people right now looking at this one hashtag. They get it. So we should be smarter than they are. And you should be using that hashtag too. Here's a couple of different ways that you can find those. Number one, when you go to Instagram, one of the cool features now on the latest Instagram is at the very top, it shows you trending. Use those hashtags carefully, but I always scroll through them and I look to see, is there a hashtag trending right now that really represents the type of people who I'm looking for? And I'll tell you this, every time I see that there's some MLM or some business conference or a social media conference or a social media event, and I see that it's a hashtag I've never seen before, it goes on my list and you can bet your bottom dollar, I start using it like crazy. And we often get some of our best customers that way. Pretty cool. So those are my tips for titles and hashtags. If you've enjoyed those and you like this kind of information to help you build your business, I encourage you to follow me on Periscope. I'm Ashleen Johnson. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Build Your Tribe. I'd like to invite you to attend one of my free trainings on how you can build your brand, grow your business, and attract more followers using one of my favorite social media platforms, Instagram. Sign up for my free webinar by going to howtoinstabrand.com. That's howtoinstabrand.com. Trainings are free and I would love to share with you my top tips.